She's sometimes sad, she's sometimes happy She's doing things to make her life less crappy Trying to treat me that's new on the scene Let's sit back and talk about ketamine Yeah, let's sit back and talk about ketamine. We have a really fun episode for you today. We talk about how to make the most of the 72 hours following a high dose ketamine experience and why those 72 hours are so important. There's also a good number of random tangents. Um, We have a request for you, which is that if you're enjoying this podcast, please head to patreon.com slash ketamine insights and sign up to help us keep it going. That's it. Enjoy the show. Hey, Lynn. How you doing? Hey, Molly. You good. How are you doing? <laughs> good. I love how we have to pretend we haven't been talking for I 20 know. minutes. Um, <laughs> anyway, so welcome everybody else to Ketamine Insights, welcome. a podcast about ketamine therapy. Today's topic unbeknownst to Lynn, because I never sent her the information. <laughs> Sorry, all right. I like surprises. <laughs> Is um, the 72 hours after an infusion. Mm-hmm. So first of all, let's just say, um, please uh, reach out to us, let us know how we're doing, what you think, ideas for the podcast, all kinds of anything you feel like letting us know. We are at ketamineinsights at gmail.com. And we're also on Instagram at ketamineinsights. Um, so anyway, that stuff out of the way. Yeah, we're going to talk about the like basically the three days after an infusion. Um, the reason that's in, the reason that is like it matters at all is because um, we know that your brain is more elastic during that time, which is like more of a big deal than you might think because of the way. Um, what do they say? Like, what's the saying? Have you heard the saying, Lynn? Um, like neurons that. What is it? Fire together, stay together. wire together. <laughs> what did you say? Neurons that fire together do what together? Wire together or oh, something okay. like that. I, was gonna, so I like, thought you were going to say stay together, but kind of the same <laughs> idea, right? Right. I was <laughs> for some reason you made me think of like like families that have dinner together stay together. Or what's yeah. that? There's another one like that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the your brain is really um like habit. Yeah. It depends on habits a lot. Yeah. Um, and so you can easily like fall into ruts if the habits are not ideal. So if you have a habit of like, you know, being mean to yourself, like your internal monologue is quite mean, it can yep. be difficult to change that habit because um, your brain kind of falls back into it over yeah. and over again. So this is like with or without ketamine, right? This is just exactly this is just that's a just rule kind of, of thumb, whether it's like how you treat yourself, what you're raising children, just in general, like... Yeah, neurons that fire together, wire together. That sounds right. Yeah, I was like, stay together. But yeah, I think you're right. Wire together. That's right. How, yeah, how you talk to yourself, how you talk to your children, how you treat yourself. Yeah, that's that's right. It's And whether you like, you know, look on the bright side or like all mm-hmm. kinds of mental habits, mm-hmm. whether you attack something analytically or more emotionally or more, you know, all kinds of mental habits like that yeah. tend to You're actually um, like forming neural pathways, right? Yeah, and that continues yeah, as you get word. older. It's not like, oh, I, now that I'm a certain age, like I'm art, my behaviors and these patterns are already formed, and I am the way I am. Like you can keep forming, right? Totally new pathways. Yeah, I guess like only like five years ago is when we started discovering that your brain is still elastic. I don't know why they thought that 
you're basically stuck with your teenage brain or 25 year old brain for the rest of your life, but they did. And now they're learning that there is still like, it's very possible to make changes in those like wired, quote unquote, wired together Mm. neurons. And one of the things that can help you do that, like really profoundly is ketamine. Oh, Um, that's cool. So during those 72 hours is when your brain is like most able to change those habits. Uh Um, and you're because your brain is like more elastic than it normally is on a cool. given day as a grown up. Okay. Yeah. So it's really like an opportunity that I you think say a more lot than of, on a normal day than than a, than a normal day than as a, than you are normally as a grown up. As a grown up, yeah. Because like kids have that's more cool. elastic. So it's like being a kid again. Be, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> it is actually a lot like being a kid again because you're also yeah. more like kind of whimsical uh-huh. in my experience. Okay. Um, so like, go, and they say like, like go to the playground and play on the swing. Completely. Yeah. Yeah, they say also, ice cream flavor and stuff like that. It's like I sent you my outline. You are you're exactly right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh. Ice cream is on is in my list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the and they say like um, as a little little kid, if you think mm-hmm. about the way like a toddler walks through a room, mm-hmm. it's kind of like they're tripping on acid. Like if yeah. you've ever seen like someone really oh, high totally. on mushrooms or acid or something, yeah. you're just like whoa look at this yeah and, it, and, and that anyways, is how like toddlers are yeah mm-hmm. they just want to yeah. touch everything and laugh at everything or maybe cry yeah. at everything right yeah, laugh and, then and cry as, in the same minute yeah totally as soon as yeah. they're done crying they're happy to laugh again and then yeah. cry throw again. themselves and, yeah. down on the floor and then get up and hug you <laughs> and then <laughs> hit you it's a lot like being super high mm-hmm. yeah yeah um so yeah so like it's it's a good thing to be aware of if you're going to do ketamine like it's this is kind of why a couple episodes ago we kind of laughed at the idea of like or kind of groaned at the idea of going back to work immediately after an infusion. Yeah. So it's oh, like God. you don't yeah. want to like go look at a computer screen and like be told what to do by somebody yeah. and all that annoying stuff that can do happen at work stuff. Yeah. yeah, you really want to like take those 3 days and like do fun stuff like mm-hmm. visceral stuff i would recommend like real simple pleasures right like ice cream friends um things like that um journaling yeah yeah so like the um other thing that i found is like you might also like like weird things occur to you mm-hmm. um that might not otherwise occur to you um so you're like your brain is more like set to wonder, I guess, kind of also like a toddler um, or a three-year-old or whatever. And sometimes they're big things like, um, oh, look at my past behavior. I might be drawn to people who are emotionally absent, for example, like some like big, like kind of insight that you're like, oh, I either like that or I don't like that. Let me think about, you know, whatever. It's something that you didn't notice about yourself before. But it might also like in my experience be like smaller things like man, I never make potato salad anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I used yeah. to love potato salad. Why did, why isn't that in my life? Like, yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. things like, that you don't. Why is the sky blue? Or like, I really want to go for walks every day. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. Completely. Yeah. You're like, huh. You're just, cause your mind's like, not just like stuck in your like daily rut of just exactly. like the grind. Yeah. yeah. It's like big thoughts, you know, and like yeah. shower thoughts kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, that's cool. So yeah, I'd shower say like, thoughts. It's funny you say shower thoughts. I feel like I don't have big thoughts in the shower. I think but. I actually I like listen to music and podcasts and stuff in the shower. Oh, so nice. I'm in the same boat. I never have those like wondering thoughts. But they say like mm-hmm. sometimes like on long drives, mm-hmm. 
or yeah. in the shower, you know, and your mind just like is unoccupied. Yeah. yeah. You come up with yeah, weird. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, some of the things that like my therapist recommended to me, for example, is like, I live in Chicago. So he's like, go to the lake, like be near some mm. nature, um, mm-hmm. find a good friend, eat ice cream, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. I would um, say go on the swings at the playground. That's, that's a good idea. Yes. Yeah. Fun. Like things that are like joyful. Yeah. Yeah. Roller skating. <laughs> I was just talking about, I wish I could roller skate. Dance. You can. Like, that seems like one of the most fun, like, you know, those like, like actual disco roller skating. Yeah. We should roller like, skate when we see each other next. Oh, I would love to do that. Can I honestly skate? thought of that when, when we were talking about meeting yeah. up. It's like, maybe we could go roller skating. It actually occurred to me. I would love skating. to do that. Yeah, I haven't done that, that in 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. The, all the it's roller not rash in our Chicago. joy, Molly. Amen. Love yes. it. Eat ice cream and go roller skating. <laughs> go roller skating. Yeah. Day of joy. Yes. Um, yeah, I I love it. I, I come to think of it, like we won't be doing a ketamine infusion, but why not treat like take a day every month, yeah. even if you're not doing ketamine, and just be exactly. like or a day every week, whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To just say, hey, I'm just gonna live joyfully. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, completely. I think like that is a like a very important point is like if you only isolate these fun things to the 72 hours and you're really battling depression, you're not gonna build the new patterns right you have to maintain them as much as you can anyway that's right um and i think another thing to think about during the 72 hours is like you you don't want to reinforce those old habits Mm. just like you want to build new habits like you don't want to like maybe go to work where you hate your boss or um anything that makes you feel bad in Mm. general like whether it's scrolling scrolling through social media or like yeah if you kind of feel bad about yourself and you watch too much TV or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. Don't do those things. Yeah. Like, that, then you're firing those neurons that make you feel bad. And then those neurons are wiring together and, and then you're just like you're wiring together feelings that make you feel bad. Right. Yeah. Rather than ones that make you feel good. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And That's I don't important. want to like stress it too much. You don't want to like worry yourself about it. Like, Oh God, I better not do this. Oh God, I better not do that. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause then mm-hmm. you're kind of like, building those worry habits also right so you want to like take it easy in general like just be nice to yourself try to avoid things that make you feel bad but if avoiding them makes you feel bad you know just take it easy yeah yeah um and so yeah so another kind of a in addition to like visceral pleasures Mm -hmm. if there's anything you're working on in therapy or just working on by yourself for mental habits, like whether it's like self-talk that's encouraging or like cultivating gratitude, like those are good things to kind of practice during those 72 hours also. Okay. Um, And then I wanted also to talk about like around the same idea, it's kind of maybe more tangentially related is like the idea of like communication and relationships during the 72 hours, especially, Mm -hmm. Um, but it kind of branches out more broadly too. So like, I think it's a really, really good idea to be very explicit with the person who drives you home. If you're able to get like a a friend to give you a ride home from the infusion or a family member, instead of, you know, it's better to do that than to like take an Uber or whatever, Mm because you're kind of out of it. You kind of want someone who will have your back yeah, or just, you know, be able to like walk you to the car or whatever, like someone to just help you stay relaxed. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So Some I would Uber say, drivers are really nice, but yeah, that's true. I've had Uber have, drivers. You don't know what you're going to get though. Yeah. It'd be nice if you could re- request your favorite Uber driver. That'd be that's true you know, in general. A really good yeah. one, and you wish you could like get that one again. Yeah, dude, are you in the neighborhood? Yeah, yeah. Like we used to do actually in Tanzania. Remember what was his yeah. name? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy. The yeah, guy that would be like Obama. <laughs> yeah, what was his name? Was I think awesome. his name was Ipiana. He was. I only Ipi- remember because I. Was oh no that was oh that I was thinking of yeah yeah that was the the driver I was thinking of the um the guy that drove the little um what's it called he had the flags oh the bajaj the bajaji yeah <laughs> yeah I was thinking of that guy remember that guy the one who think it, he wanted I, to marry you yes who drove <laughs> us all the way from like Bagamoyo back to Dar yeah well, that was a different guy I think oh my god yeah although that was funny, funny too the three of us in the back seat no I'm thinking of the guy that the guy that had like the like flags the Tanzanian flags. And he would like wear a suit, I think. And he would like, oh, like Obama. Obama. And he wore a full suit. And you yeah. ever, it was like, yeah, he was young and he would like talk to me about how he was in love with you and stuff. And oh my uh, God, I don't, re- I feel like I blocked that. I don't yeah, know. I, I, I know. Don't I mean, that was, that. things got a little weird when that happened. <laughs> uh, and, uh, but yeah, he was funny. Um, so what are we talking about? I know what were we talking Oh, explicitly about? tell your ride home. Yeah. So like yes. make friends with your driver is basically. Yeah. The- get a good driver. <laughs> exactly. Um, preferably an Obama supporter if possible. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, and I would argue like, let them know that you're, that you're not just going to be a little loopy, but that you're going to be a little like sensitive and that it'd be ideal if you could be coddled, like for real. Yeah. I know that sounds like a weird, be like, Hey, pick me up. And also, just don't care about yourself. Be nice to me. Focus yeah. on me. That kind of thing. Yeah. But I think it's like, it's just a good idea um, to be clear. Give clear instructions when you can mm-hmm. in general to the people around you when you're suffering from like serious mental illness. Um, when like chances are they are going to be grateful for the instructions. Yeah. Because like, they're they, in it. Otherwise, they're not going to know what to do. Exactly. And like, yeah. they know you're struggling. They want to help. They don't know how. Most of the mm-hmm. time, there's like no good way to help. And so mm-hmm. they want you to feel better. If there's instructions, they're going to be like, awesome. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, and if they're not, like, at least you tried. Um, and I would try to like explain about the 72 hours as well. And if if you don't feel comfortable doing that, like send them this podcast. Send them this episode. Yeah. yeah. Um. And if you can, like, find someone who can chill with you for a couple hours after as well. Um, okay. And that can just be a lot of fun. Like, it might be pizza time. It might be ice cream time. You know, mm-hmm. it might also be, like, I find in my, like, if it's someone really close to me that picks me up, mm-hmm. it's, like, sometimes you get into, like, real deep conversations that you n- otherwise wouldn't. Um, and you can, like, maybe be processing older stuff or you might just be, like, realize that you both like ha- have this shared memory of like someone who passed away or, you know, like you just like, yeah. you end up talking about things that are more um, meaningful. Yeah. than yeah. might otherwise come up. Okay. I remember nice. my, my mom and I had this conversation about her mom who passed mm-hmm. away and it wasn't that serious, but all of a sudden we both, I learned that my mom also doesn't like dill because grandma over dilled things. <laughs> It's like I don't like dill because she overdilled things. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a strange. Like I thought I was the only one. Like 
is that really too much dill? Mom was like, oh, it was way too much dill. Yeah. Dill's yeah. fine, but you really only need a tiny amount. Yeah. And now but both she of you grew are like, it. we can't stand it anymore. It's mm-hmm. too much. Oh, I hate yeah. it. Oh, I hate it. Yeah. My roommate yeah. brought home dill during the pandemic and I was like, like a dill plant. Oh, yeah. And the whole house smelled like dill. And I was oh. like, this just isn't gonna. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, um, the point is like, like most episodes, just to like encourage you to experiment. Mm-hmm. Um, like, but advocate for yourself. Sounds yeah, like important. Yeah, part of this. right. Yeah, and like do the things that you enjoy. Um, yeah. and then I guess like the last thing that I think is um really valuable during this particular period is like more um like do stuff that's like uh creative. So mm-hmm. um, let's see the oh. So, okay, sorry. Before that, um, it can be helpful to listen to the integration recording. If you did, remember we talked about that, like if you did a session with your therapist immediately after the Mm -hmm. ketamine infusion or even hours after or whatever, and you decided to record it, listen to it again and it helps things like kind of sink in. Okay. Um, Like listen to it again the next day or just whenever it seems good in that 72 hours. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. because it'll help you kind of like, wrap your mind around some of the things mm. that occurred to you and yeah. understand them better than you might otherwise. Okay. Just kind of revisiting it. Yeah. Um, and then finally, the last thing I was going to say was like make art. Mm. Okay. Like what kind of art? So whether that's like journaling, music, if you're not an artist and you feel like doodling, if you're, you know, you want to go dancing, you want to like, mm dance in your kitchen to your favorite song, whatever it is mm-hmm. that you personally enjoy. I think mm-hmm. like journaling can be great because you're, it's like a great time to have those insights and do that self-exploration. Mm-hmm. But it's also just like go dancing, you know, like go yeah. have fun. Whatever feels good. Yeah. Something um, creative. Yeah. Something expressive. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. And uh, the last thing I wanted to say about journaling, I feel like we talked about this, you and me, in the past, Lynn, was like, the. Um, so earlier just now we were talking about cultivating gratitude or cultivating mm-hmm. like pride in yourself and that kind of thing. And um, I think it was like Oprah who really popularized the idea of a gratitude journal. Mm-hmm. And there have been studies showing like gratitude, cultivating gratitude, especially when you are in a low mood can mm-hmm. really like it it does legitimately like help you lift your mood and like you once you start writing things down that you're grateful for you start noticing them more in your daily life and it builds a new mental habit mm-hmm. um but as like so for me when i especially when i was super super depressed writing a gratitude journal got kind of depressing because mm. every day it was kind of the same thing it was like i'm grateful for my dog i mean she's <sighs> And then the next day you're like, well, there's not a lot going on. I mean, my dog's still here. (laughs) And you're like reading back through it. And honestly, I was like, this is kind of pathetic. I don't have a lot to be grateful for. It kind of had the opposite effect, you know? Sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And eventually what, like I realized that in therapy, I was starting to take like a, there's like an education term for it. Um, What is it? It's like a problem-based approach to your life. Um, Okay. There's a term for it that I can't think of, but um, the idea is like, you know, you're 
uh, what is the word? Anyway, so I, like to flip it and to say like you want to have like an abundance approach, right? Yeah. So to say yeah, like yeah. this isn't a, a zero-sum game. Mm-hmm. Um, I live in a world of abundance and like to be more creative about the future and things like that. Okay. And so instead of being grateful and like taking that kind of passive attitude and being Mm -hmm. like, wow, something good happened to me today and I had nothing to do with it. I -hmm. decided to flip it and start creating, start keeping like a journal of things I was proud of. Cool. So I would journal every morning and just to get started, just to like not have the blank page be intimidating, Mm -hmm. just start with the same sentence every day. That's like today I'm proud of. And even if you got to like scrape the bottom of the barrel, it's like, well, yesterday I walked my dog three times. Like, you know, yeah. But also eventually you start. mm -hmm, I I mm -hmm. ate. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually it does. You start to notice like other bigger things like, hey, I'm proud that like. I might not be feeling better, but I'm working on it. Yeah. And that's, that's not nothing, you know, that's yeah. not always easy. Um, and it did actually like, it changed my internal monologue. Like cool. instead of always being like feeling passive and feeling like I had to fix problems, mm-hmm. uh, there were things worth celebrating, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's, that's like a nice habit. I think that might yeah, be worth I love that idea. visiting mm-hmm. um, during those 72 hours or any time. Yeah. Um, I, and that's like, that's it. That's all I got. Cool. I think those are great ideas. Um, I love it. Uh, That's really important because I feel like you could easily, I could imagine that you could go into your ketamine infusion, you do it, you have an amazing experience. You hopefully have the therapist, you talk to your therapist, do the integration, and then you could sort of leave and go back into the world. And you're not taking full advantage of your experience if you don't have sort of a plan for how best to take advantage of it afterward. Mm -hmm. So it's good to know about these 72 hours. Yeah. And like, Mm -hmm. it helps you also kind of start in the right direction, right? Of like, these infusions are not just things you leave at the clinic. Yeah. But it's like a lifestyle. It's the beginning of a lifestyle change or the beginning of like new abilities. Absolutely. Yeah. And And I just remember, and I think we talked about this in um, one of the earliest episodes or a couple of the earliest episodes that the, one of the biggest things for you um, about ketamine and that's made it so helpful and so different from other types of therapy is that it's, um, it's like change. It's given you new ways of thinking, right? It's, I forget exactly like more healthy ways of thinking and feeling. I forget exactly how you put it. Yeah. Like that. Right. Yeah. I'd say like, I feel more like definitely more psychologically healthy. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And I imagine that part of that is like, it's not just when you're in the clinic and doing it, it's what you've done in that 72 hours afterward. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The therapy, the integration, and then the 72 hours afterward, it's, you're not just going home and going back to work or going and sitting and watching TV afterward or, or whatever, going back to whatever you were doing completely. Especially yeah. really early on when I just started ketamine treatments, I tried to like kind of immerse myself in the experience of ketamine. So like I would even just to like make it sink in more, like I was saying, mm-hmm. I would write, I would like transcribe mm-hmm. my record, the recordings of the integration oh, cool. sessions yeah, and go through and like circle things that I found important. And I mean, most of the time listening back to those recordings, like there's lots of surprises. Like I didn't remember most of the conversation. And so it was really valuable to like listen to it again and be like, Oh shit. Like you'd hate for those insights 
I find this in journaling in general, like it's yeah. real important to go back and reread what you wrote. Because mm-hmm. I'm all the time like I realize cool things and then forget them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't act on them if you don't remember that you yeah. realize something cool. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So you've been so, really diligent about like getting everything you can out of this. I mean, not a desperation. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, like, yeah. And the and thing is like this, worked. this stuff is not covered by insurance. So like you're yeah. paying, like there've uh, been times when I had an $800 a month and that's like after the big concentrated sessions, mm-hmm. like every between lozenges and infusions, like I got an $800 a month ketamine habit. And, like when you're living yeah. on less money, like that's not, it's no yeah. joke. You might as well put yeah. in the time. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. So, and you're kind of also hoping that like, you don't have to keep it up forever, you know, so you want it to stick. Yeah. Um, But uh, that like goes back to the idea of the habits, right? It's like, yeah, you just want it to stick. You want Mm -hmm. the, whether it's the mood or the insight or whatever it is that you're emphasizing, like you want it to last. So that's the point. Locking it in. Yeah. Oh, and that's so speaking of pride journals, um, I thought I have I forgot to mention this to you earlier, Lynn, but I was thinking we could start a new segment um, where so if people write in or call in and leave a voicemail, um, Mm -hmm. I've stole this directly from the podcast. Uh, It's been a minute with Sam Sanders, which I loved. Yeah, Um, they did at the end. You remember they did like the best thing that happened to me this week. Uh-huh. And especially during the pandemic, it was like so nice to hear these like beautiful little snippets of people's lives. Uh-huh. And so I was thinking we could do something similar, but that's like, um, tell us what you're proud of in the past week. Yeah. So like, yeah, like yeah. write in, tell us a quick little story or leave us a quick little voicemail. Yeah, about that's a great idea. Yeah. I like that. You're proud of. Yeah. That's really good. I love it. Okay, good. I'm glad you like it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's great. So, um, Again, email us ketamineinsights at gmail.com, our voicemail. It's hard to find a number that's like good. Um, okay. What, what defines oh, a it. good number? You know, like something that's like, you know, 8787 or something that's like yeah. easy to remember. Yeah, 555. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, like everyone in Chicago and I think now everyone nationally knows the like empire. What is it? The rugs? Do you know 588 empire no that's a local i have no idea what you're talking about all right never mind (laughs) (laughs) sounds funny it's just a a jingle that everyone in chicago knows okay yeah everyone in chicago and it's like not me i guess not i thought it went national chicago (laughs) (laughs) i don't know any chicago commercials or jingles or anything um the only chicago radio i listen to is um this american life wbz there you go this Mm -hmm. american life (laughs) Proudly from Chicago, although Ira Glass no longer lives here, sadly. I know. Um, All right. Anyway, thank you, Lynn. Uh, I guess that's the end of our episode. Um, About the 72 hours after. Cool. Just real quick. Yeah. Another thing. Mm -hmm. I had like a friend of one of my dad's friends, whatever, kind of like an uncle figure, Uh um, would miss work. My dad worked with them when they were in their 20s and he would miss work. And my dad would be like, where were you yesterday? Like, we needed you. There's only two people on the like painting um, crew or whatever. And yeah. you were gone. 
Yeah. And he'd be like, oh, I just did a bunch of acid and played my cat, did a bunch of catnip, and I just played with the cat. Oh, that's hilarious. He's like, it was just really important that I was there. It was really important, right? The catnip and the acid. <laughs> so it's yeah, like you're well, like a toddler or you're like a cat on catnip when during those 72 hours. That's hilarious. I love that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, thanks, Lynn. Thanks, Molly. <laughs> Ketamine Insights is hosted by Molly Dunn and Lynn Schneider. Our music is by Solid State Symphony. Do us a favor and send us an email to ketamineinsights at gmail.com with something you're proud of from the past week. Big things, small things, anything at all. Finally, please pick someone you know who likes interesting things and send them this podcast. Thanks so much. See you next week.